23 and verse 18. Proverbs 23 and 18. Proverbs 23 and 18. It says, for surely there is an end. Say neighbor, whatever you going through, there is an end. There is an end. There is an end. For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Say, my expectation, my expectation of, a of a positive end is not going to be cut off, not going to be cut off. because I <coughs> am in the Lord, and the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. I shall not want. Now, expectation. I want to help you understand that with expectation, um, it colors your outlook. Say, neighbor, if you have any expectation, it's going to color your outlook. Example, you're going to go get some food after this. Amen. Amen. And if you have expectation, well, it's going to color your outlook. You will be looking for something good yeah. to eat. Amen. Yeah. Secondly, when you have expectation, it shapes your attitude. If you know that you're about to go get something delicious, you're going to have a smile on your face. It's going to help your attitude. But here's the next thing. Huh. When you have expectation, it also influences your actions. You ever walk into a restaurant and you went there expecting and you got there for a moment and you found out that what you were expecting wasn't there? It changed your actions. I think I better go someplace else. Are you understanding? Now, now, let's go to Psalm 62 and verse 5. 62 and verse 5. It says, hmm, My soul, meaning my will, my emotions, and my intellect, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. Oh, goody, 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 goody. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Oh, my goodness. Now, in the Amplified, it says, my soul, my will, my emotions, my intellect. Wait only upon God and silently submit to him. For my hope and expectation are from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. Folks, 
Today I come with a message entitled, How Earnest Is Your Expectation? How earnest is your expectation? How earnest is the color of your outlook? How earnest is the shape of your attitude? How earnest is your influence upon your actions? How earnest? Now expectation means eager anticipation. Any of y'all eagerly waiting for something to happen? When you expect, you look forward to the probable occurrence or appearance of. You consider it to let you anticipate. Look at you and say, neighbor, you been anticipating anything lately? Hallelujah. Now, but when you're earnest about it, you're serious. When you're earnest about it, you're marked by or show deep sincerity, meaning you're determined. In 2019, it ain't over yet. There's some things that uh, you've been expecting that's on the way. Put a smile on your face. It's on the way. I said, I, it's on the way. By faith, it's on the way. Mm. Folks, here in our opening text, I want to share the first key insight in answering the question, how earnest is your expectation? The insight is that expectation that I am referring to must come from God first and foremost to you. Too many of us are focused on people rather than focus on God. And many times people may not be living for God. And when they're not living for God, then they're going to be interesting, meaning they're being led by the adversary. Say, God, thank you for helping me understand. I need to trust you first. But here is where far too many sons and daughters are missing their receiving of the blessing and the daily load of benefits. Instead of spending time with the Lord and allowing him to fill us with his thoughts and his ways, they all allow the world and its thoughts and its ways to dominate your day-to-day -day flow. Now, any of y'all got phones? Turn them off sometime. Any of y'all watching TV? Turn off sometime. Huh? Huh? Earnest expectation, you got to spend some time with God. And it's just beyond coming to church. In your home, in your car, in the street, you need to be spending time with God. That way, again, we expect the world and this world system to deliver the things that make us happy more than God. Others expect human relationships to meet their needs. Here the problem is improper focus. Improper focus. Improper focus. Yet the psalmist said, my soul, my will, my emotions, my intellect, wait thou only upon God. And by the psalmist, by that the psalmist is selling that your soul, your mind, your will, emotion, must daily work together to get its focus off of anything, anything that's not God. Um, Pastor, I, you, you, I don't know how to do that. Spend time with God. 
spend time in prayer so that you learn how to focus on God in the midst of all hell breaking loose. Because if God be for you, and he is, who can be against you? In other words, I'm not looking for help from any source but God. If I'm going to have it, it's going to come from him. If it doesn't come from him, I don't need it. Folks, sometimes there are divine delays because what you're going after, it, it ain't time because you can't handle it yet. Oh, Jesus. Well, you know, I, I want this promotion, but you ain't studied nothing. <laughs> you don't know the last book you read. You don't know the last tape you listened to, but you want this job. But, uh, I, 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 you know, I want it, but it ain't time because you haven't prepared for it. And now uh, I got to go here. Stop using your age as the reason you didn't achieve anything. You can be 99 and still accomplish great things. I, I, I saw this, there's, there's a lady that's 103 and she's running a marathon at 103. I said 103 years old and she's running a marathon. Well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't, if I'm 103, I ain't running, hey. What is your expectation? Say, God, help me to expand my expectation from you. All right? Again, learning and focusing your expectation from God is just another expression of our love for him with all of our heart, all of our soul, our will, our emotion, and intellect, and our bodies. Say, when, my, when I expect from God, I'm loving him, and he's loving on me. Hallelujah. Say, say neighbor, that's why I came to church, because I have expectations from God. Hallelujah. Now, another key insight in answering the question, how earnest is your expectation, is rooted in understanding that real Bible expectation often travels with a companion. Ooh. What do you mean? The companion's name is Hope. Hope. Philippians 1.20 says it this way. Oh my God. If you have expectation, you need it connected with the right partner. Hope. Philippians 1, 20 says, 1 and 20 says this, according to your earnest expectation and hope, and hope, and hope, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Oh, my goodness. This is in keeping with my own earnest, amplified. This is in keeping with my own earnest, my, my own eager desire and persistent expectation and hope, amplified, that I shall not disgrace myself nor be put to shame in anything, but that with the utmost freedom of speech 
and unfailing courage, now as always, heretofore, Christ the Messiah will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine and be boldly exalted in my person, whether through my life or through by my death. Here's one of God's mighty champions declaring, you know what? Me and God got it together. I have high expectations because I'm full of hope. And that hope ain't going to make me ashamed. Hallelujah. You got to have some confidence in your relationship with God so that when you're in difficult situations, you still have hope. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, stop listening to lies that say you ain't going to make it because you've already made it. In God I live, come on, in the God I move and have my being. So God's got me all the time and I got him all the time. Folks, hope and earnest expectation complement each other perfectly. They also tend to magnify each other. Hope increases your level of expectation. And expectation raises your level of hope. Woo. Example, let's say you have a bill you just don't have the money to pay. But because you have heard several awesome testimonies of people whose bills have been marvelously paid, miraculously paid, you have a little hope that God will meet your need as well. So you pray and ask God to take care of the bill. At that point, you have a little bit of hope and fairly low level of expectation. But as you stand on God's word and meditate the right scriptures, your need is supernaturally met. Say, say, God, you are my Jehovah Jireh. And you are providing for every need. And I thank you that with that comes supernatural favor. Meaning you will make them do something for me that they don't want to do. Hallelujah. Say, God, ah. Now, the next time you are faced with a bill you can't pay, you remember God's faithfulness. Y'all ever been there? I remember God's faithfulness. Hallelujah. You now are going to have a larger measure of hope and a higher level of expectation because of your faith, your trust, and love for God is grown. Now see, this, this is some, um, we've been doing Eagle Summit for 27 years and we've seen God restore people's lives over and over and over and over again. So when it comes now, I, I, I just expect, I expect there to be a miracle. I expect there to be a sign. I expect there to be a wonder because he done it so many times already. So you can't tell me, no, I know, mm -mm, no, been there, done that. I, I, the God I know, he raised some people from the dead. Yes, he did. Yes, he, did. Um, he, he, he delivered some people from cancer. Hallelujah. He, 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 he delivered some people from mental illness. Amen. Stupidity. He, he delivered them. Yes, he did. Expectation 
and hope are partners. And unless you get weary in well-doing and start fainting, this cycle repeats itself each time you experience the faithfulness of God towards his word. Say, 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 neighbor. You can't get weary in the well-doing. And you can't fade. No, 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 no. No quit, no quit, no quit, say, neighbor. No quit, no quit, no quit is in your vocabulary. Because I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Say, neighbor. You ain't the only one walking through. To the victory. Hallelujah. Say, I have the victory now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In other words, it's an upward spiral, an ever-increasing hope and expectancy in him. See, I'm expecting God every day. But folks, this works in the negative too. If you throw up half-hearted prayer and never open your Bible, you're not connecting with God, and are probably not going to see an answer to your prayer. Mm. Say, you say, it's just, it's just a, I done got tired of praying. Because it seems like the more I pray, it just ain't happening the way I, what's coming out of your mouth? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You cancel it with your words. And when that happens, you'll say, just as I expected, faith didn't work for me. And as a result of not following God's divine order of faith, over time you develop the negative expectation and are locked in hopelessness. In 2019, the devil is working overtime to have people function that way. In what? Negative expectation. I, 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 I ain't going to church. I ain't, going, I, I ain't paying my time. I ain't, I'm not certain. Hey, mm -hmm. Hopelessness. And when you get bombarded around that, you got to be able to know how to do what? Give it the hand. Sometimes you go to job, and you go to work, and, and that's what it is. You, you, you meet the negative expectation, and you meet hopelessness. You better go in there with a smile. How come you smiling all the time? Because I got hope, and I have high expectations. Uh, I, me and the Lord got it. Uh, we got something going on, because God is for me, not against you. And I'm praying for you. Because he wanted to do the same thing for you. Huh-huh. Say, say, neighbor. I ain't always been saved. I had to grow. And people I connect with, they got to grow. So I have to have compassion. Oh, my goodness. And mercy. Hallelujah. Tell the neighbor, if that is where you find yourself today, there is a faith solution available even now. Say, neighbor. There's a faith solution available even now. What's the solution? You must daily cultivate expectations. Cultivate? What do you mean, Pastor? Grow it. Nurture it. Refine it. You know, it's one thing to believe for a bill the first time and get it paid. But when it comes the second and the third time, you ought to have some skill in not being intimidated by that bill. Bill, in the name of Jesus, you paid for. In the name of Jesus, angels, go get my bill. Go, 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 get that money and bring it. Give me a favor, pay me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Do, do you know that God has a way of evaporating bills? He's got a way of evaporating bills. Oh, we made that mistake. And uh, it wasn't, we, no, we, we paid you, you, you paid before, and uh, now you got a credit. Oh, thank you, Lord. Say cultivate means grow, means nurture, means refine. Now let's go to Luke chapter 5 and verse 18. Luke 5, 18. Example. How earnest is your expectation? It says, and behold, men brought in a bed, bed a man which was taken with palsy and they sought means to break him in bring him in and to lay him before him talking about Jesus and when they could not find but what way they might bring him in because of the multitude they went upon the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus and when he meaning Jesus saw their faith he said unto him man thy sins are forgiven thee sometimes folks when you're in difficult situations and you can't help you need somebody to carry you carry you and carry you say 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 neighbor when i pray for you i'm carrying you when you pray for me you're carrying me whether i know it or not whether i feel it or not I'm being carried. And when I'm being carried, Jesus sees that and calls it faith. And that's where the miracle is. Oh my God. Folks, this man needed healing, yet Jesus told him his sins were forgiven. Why? Jesus knew that if a man was going to receive his healing, he needed to increase his expectations. And as we have seen, that requires a change of posture. Mm. The man apparently had a simple past. Any of y'all ever had that? And as a result, did feel, didn't feel worthy to be healed by Jesus. Before the man would receive, Jesus had to change his expectation. And that meant dealing with his sense of sinfulness. There's a reason some people don't want to come to church because they think they're going to be attacked because of their sin, the way they look, the way they smell, the way they feel. And when that happens, guess what? The enemy's over there laughing. We don't do that here. No, 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 because we all have sin and come short. But God's grace and God's mercy and God's love has brought us to the victory. Hallelujah. And, and say, say that man. You got victory whether you're smiling or not. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Folks, a high level of expectancy is almost always a prerequisite, prerequisite for a miracle. A high level of expectancy is almost always the prerequisite for a miracle. Say, say, neighbor. How high is your expectancy? Because the higher it goes, 
the more opportunity you have for a miracle. Oh my God. The good news is that, as he did with the man in this passage, is always looking, God is always looking for a way to help us raise our level of expectation. He's always looking for a way. Now let's go to Acts 3 and verse 1. Acts 3 and verse 1. Hmm. You know this story. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Here was a man who had been crippled all his life, begging was all he ever known. He certainly had no reason to expect to ever walk or work. But Peter, sensing that the man needed a change in his posture in order to receive, gave him a command. Gave him a command. Sometimes when you need to change, you need a command. You need a command. Now, when you get a command, you don't always receive it, but you need a command. Oh, my God. Acts 3 and verse 4. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Peter's demand obviously had it intended effect. The man looked upon them in anticipation of receiving money. He had, <laughs> he now had expectation, but the wrong one. Say, say neighbor, sometimes you have the wrong expectation. And that's why it don't happen. Because you haven't changed, come on, your posture yet. Mm, 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 mm. So Peter raised the man's expectation to another notch. Acts 3 and verse 6. Peter said, silver and gold. The money you want, I don't have. I ain't got none. I ain't got no money. Now when he told that man that, what happened to his, his emotion? It dropped. <laughs> but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Peter said, don't expect money, expect healing. Don't expect money, expect healing. And to help him change his receiving posture even further, Peter grabbed the man and pulled him to his feet and got the result. Say, neighbor, sometimes your situation needs to pull you up so you change. Acts 3 and verse 7, and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Immediately. When he changed his posture, immediately. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking, 
leaping and praising God. What was that like when all your life you've never walked, when you, all your life you never leaped, when all your life you've never praised God? Ooh, that was a change in his expectation. It was a change in his hope. Oh, my God. Eagle Summit, I can't overemphasize the importance of earnest expectation in receiving the provision of God. Expectation places you before the face of God, and he blesses expect expectant people, those who are looking to him and to him alone for all their needs to be met. Say, neighbor, it's time to look to God for all your needs to be met. They're on the way. Angels, shout it, angels, come on, bring it on, even now. Hallelujah. Matthew 9 and 20, another example. You know this one too. Matthew 9 and 20, and behold, a woman, Hello, ladies, which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. Say, neighbor, 12 years, a long time. Came behind him, came behind Jesus, and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may but touch his garment. Say, say, if I say within myself, if I but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. Say, what you're saying, what I'm saying inside is going to help me get the victory if it's positive. But Jesus turned about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good courage, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Folks, it does matter what you keep saying on the inside, on the inside, on the inside, on the inside. Because what's on the inside is going to come out of you. Folks, when you have a real expectation, it influences your actions. This woman, regardless of 12 years, with the disease of the issue of blood, had expectation within that influenced her faith actions to produce the healing victory she wanted and needed. Eagle Summit, let's learn to cultivate earnest expectation in every area of our lives. Say every area. Don't just throw in your tithes into the church offering plate and forget about it. Don't, say neighbor, don't just throw your tithes into the church offering plate and forget about it. Spend the rest of the week, come on, with earnest expectation of the windows of heaven opening up and pouring out a blessing upon you even now. Expect to receive, come on, expect to receive a hundredfold return on all your giving. Not just some, but all your giving. 
Expect to walk, come on, in total health and to be healed when you don't expect to. Be promoted. Expect to have good relationships and to have a good marriage when you get married. In other words, come on, in other words, put your faith and trust in God. Expect, come on, all the blessings of God to be yours in full here and now is what God wants for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, going down the home stretch. Jeremiah 29, 11, in the King James. Oh, my God. How earnest is your expectation? Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, this is God, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Say, neighbor, God knows what you're thinking. Even while pastor's preaching. Amplified. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Hope in your final outcome. Folks, that's something to meditate on. Say, I have hope in my final outcome. Eagle Summit, it's time for each of us to daily maintain and flow with earnest expectation from God because we stay connected to him in season and out of season, in good times and in difficult times. Say this with me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to allow the Holy Spirit to help me maintain an earnest expectation filled with your hope that maketh me not ashamed because you love and shed your love abroad in my heart, even now. I thank you in advance for every sign, every wonder, every miracle that's on the way and manifesting. Even now, angels get busy. Holy Ghost make it happen on my behalf because I'm a mighty believer and a mighty receiver and it's already done. In Jesus' name, earnest is my expectation because it's connected with divine hope. And that hope is not going to let me down. It's going to take me up in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Say amen. 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 Hallelujah. For those of you that have been viewing, we want you to know that we have earnest expectation that God's going to give you what you desire because of your faith in Jesus' name. Be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen.